With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You ready? Okay. That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to the legendary Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Wild. With me, as always, is Big John Stud, Burbank Hank. <laughs> We're back! We are back. Happy New Year, Clipper Nation. We missed you. Happy 2020. You know, hindsight is 2020, and the Clippers will be champions in 2020. Did you have a wonderful holiday? Yeah, I did. I had a great Christmas. Yeah, great time. You kicked all around. Clippers beat the Lakers. Oh, they beat them. They're 2 0 versus the Lakers. Whooped up on them, and I like it. And we're still much better at Staples Center. We're still the best team in Los Angeles, including the LA Hockey Kings. Can we right away talk? The Clippers have won four out of five, Hank. That's what I was about to say. Let's talk Clipper Nation down off of the ledge. So Clipper I guess Nation, the sky we is have falling. One. Can we please just put this into perspective? Please do. We have won four out of five games, Clipper Nation. But the sky is falling because we didn't win five out of five. Jeez Louise, we, no, no. squeeze. We should have won six out of five. Oh, and by the way, last season, we were so much better. No, we weren't. Except for we weren't. Right now, what's our record, Hank? Uh, 27 and 12, I believe. 27 and 12 through 39 games. Last season, we were 23 and 16. Not better. Not better. It's actually worse. Last season, we won the next game. Then we went on a five-game losing hold on, hold on. streak. You're screaming right now <clears throat> in the Vivid Seed Studios. <laughs> Five-game losing streak last season. Guess what? This Clippers team has never done. Uh, lost three in a row? Ever. We have never lost three in a row, and we only lost two in a row once. And we're the only Western Conference team who can say that. Oh, the there's something else. L I word. Hold on. Has lost four in a row. There's something else I would like to point out. Mm. When we lost two in a row, yes. we immediately won Seven in a row. No. Yes. And by the way, that two-game loss in a row was on the road, and it was Paul George's first game back. A loss in New Orleans was game two. Yeah, and then we went wins over Hawks, mm. Thunder, mm. Celtics, mm. Rockets, mm. Pellies, mm. Mavs, mm. and Grizzlies. So before we feel too badly about losing to the Grizzlies, we just beat the we Grizzlies beat in November. Them. And yeah, we lost to the Pelicans like a year ago, but we also beat the Pelicans a year ago. Clipper Nation. Come on. We literally Shake cannot it off. go 82-0. Shake it off, Clippers Nation. Stop talking about trades. Stop like, talking about trades, especially the, trades. Listen, here's something else I want to talk about. Please do. What do you think? Okay, Chris, mm. you tell me. I will. There's a lot of things Clippers Nation is talking about, so I'm going to give you a multiple choice <laughs> yes. question. Yes, talk to me about Clippers Nation. Clippers Nation. <laughs> There's a lot of things to say right now, okay? Yeah, talk to they're, me, Big John. I'm gonna give you the, I'm gonna give you this mm. as a multiple choice. Okay. Chris, what is the Clippers' problem right now? Is it A A a big man? B mm. a true point guard. Okay. C more time cohesing as a team. Oh, fair enough. It's I, clearly C. I wanted to go B because we don't have a true Well, we do a Derek Walton guard. Jr. coming up, but listen. What 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 is a trade going to do 
to help us when what oh, we really gonna, need is just time. I know. And just you know, time. You know what's going to help Andre Iguodala when Memphis finally buys him oh, please out? Please stop bringing up Andre Iguodala. Just we're going to get You him. admitted that you were wrong. I and did Until admit. you're right, you're wrong. And when I am right, I'm going to cluck around and shoot my own horn like a peacock on a tugboat. That's exactly what I'll do. In the Vivid Seat Studios. Flapping. It's so nice we have a car horn in the Vivid Seat Studios. Well, each seat is more vivid than the next. Oh, I love it. And each seats. seat comes with its own car horn. <laughs> Get out of the way, this Sunday driver. I'm, this person thinks I'm beeping at him, but I'm not. Speaking of Sunday, I believe we're at Denver. Now, listen. If we win that game on Sunday, can Clippers Nation just relax? We're we not Clipper Nation. We're not the Los. Four out of five. We're not the Los Angeles Clipper. We're not the Los Angeles Clipper. You're absolutely right. We're the L.A. Clippers. Listen, we are about to go on a bit of a road trip here. Brody. We, have a, we have a stretch. When we do have some home games, but we have a little stretch a here where seven out of nine games are on the road. Off the top of my head, I know that there's Denver in there. I know that there's Dallas. Uh, I believe maybe like Miami I, for sure. Uh, the Lakers, L word, as you like to say. Mm. Um, we are a fantastic home team. We're also a fan-based podcast. We're an over 500 road team. We're gonna play, and here's the schedule. We're gonna play out Denver, Denver. That's, at Denver. Denver. At Denver, that's a tough game. Sunday. But then we play Cleveland. That's a win. Orlando. That's a win. New Orleans. That's a win. Dallas. I would say that's a tough game. But the Lakers just blew them out. Destroy them with that weird, blonde-haired. Kyle Not Kuzma. Long for Los Angeles, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is suffering. Can someone please, who is friends with him, check in with him? Because I'm worried about him. Uh, him and Caruso need to go to the same barber and go to the same headband specialist. Look, we we checked in on the Dallas game mm. in in the second half. Mm-hmm. To my understanding, please do. Dallas was please never in that game. No, they, they were weren't. never in that game. No, they weren't. I mean, we they just got blowed out. But then we play. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Miami. Mm-hmm. And Miami's too busy saying goodbye to Dwayne Wade to play basketball. Oh, stop. The thre- you know Miami's a, very Do you good. know that there is a Miami three has day, only lost one home game. There's a three-day retirement party going on for Dwayne Wade. That's like one day they retire his jersey. One day they celebrate his life. Dwayne Wade. One day. How do you spell Dwayne? D-W-A-Y-N-E. That's how a normal would no, spell it. No, is that it. not how he spells it? It's D-W-Y-N-E. A N E, which is Dwayne. 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 <laughs> that's not. That's how I he spells it. I swear to God, it. that's how he spells that's it. That's not true. I literally. That's watched, not true. Dude, look it up. Dwayne. I'm looking it Wade. up. Dwayne Wade. The first time I saw it printed on the television screen, I go, Haha, "Stupid NBC Sports with their dumb typos, dumb." Oh my idiots. gosh, that's true. Dwayne. That is so weird. Wade. It's very weird. Clippers Nation. If you, oh, I mean Clipper Nation. No, no, you're right. Clippers Nation. Clippers Nation. If you are listening to this right now, and you are. You're listening. If you knew it was spelled like that, will you tweet us and tell me that I'm wrong? And Let if me I'm, ask you and this. And if I'm right, you can tweet me. Oh, God. At Toot Toot. All right, so. Oh, at Toot Toot. Name Dwayne Wade's favorite <laughs> Michael Jackson song. It's Dirty Dwayana. <laughs> Dirty Dwayana. Wade. All right, so the Clippers this game, this... have won four out of five. And so this we're all game, right. So we're all right. Weren't you so scared and worried versus the jerk Warriors who have only won Look, nine dude, games? Here's the thing. We weren't all, you so scared? We're all looking for that game where we, if I could quote my my our, our sister podcast, 
Locked on Clippers. Shout out Locked on Clippers. There are two they definitive say, Clipper podcasts now. Yeah. They're always looking Them and us. They're always looking for the systematic destruction, shout out Locked on Clippers, of a team. Mm. And we wanted it against the Warriors because we hate them. We hate them. Hate you know why we hate them? Here's how, here's why we hate, hate them. them. It's not because they're bandwagoners, although there are a lot of them that are. Sure. We know as longtime Clippers fans mm-hmm. that in fact a great traveling team, even when they were terrible, was the Golden State Warriors. I have so much respect for long-suffering Golden State Warriors fans. Yes. The reason we hate them is because right at the moment we were finally good, they were better. They were better. They were they so a, much they a, better. They had a crazy five-year and stretch. And they didn't and get want, injuries. I want that five-year now, stretch. Now, did you, did you hear the, I need that did you hear the doc, uh, the doc quote before the I game didn't, today? I didn't, and I'd like you to share There's it with a really me great and doc Clippers quote, Nation. Uh, and, I, and I only heard about it through Farbod. Uh, shout out Farbod. From For uh, from Forbes magazine, Forbes Bud, Forbes Bud, who said um, that Doc said in the pregame presser, you know, I've been a part of the league for a long time, so uh, it was weird to me when they were good. Can you do you mind doing it in your Doc Rivers impression? I don't have a Doc Rivers impression. All right, so say it again, and then I'll do it in my Doc Rivers. Impression. Uh, is it going to seem racist because a white guy is doing a black guy's voice? No, he's just like you know my joke about Doc Rivers. He always says, you know, it's like I always say or no, to tell you the truth. He's always got like gravelly voice, like sore throat. I go, forget about the Hall of Fame for this guy. This guy needs the halls of medicine. Okay, so I'll tell you what he said, and okay. you're going to say it. Okay. And you're promising me it's not going to be weird because a white guy's doing a black guy's voice. Get over it, weirdo. I can't get over it. Uh, I'm going to build a bridge and get over it. Uh, he said, uh, I've been I've been around this league for a long time, so it was weird for me when they were good. You know, it's funny. It's true. Pat is just a guy from Chicago. <laughs> but I've been in this league so long. <laughs> it was funny to me when they were good. Pretty good, right? You sound like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, who I believe, oh, Randall, who I actually man, believe Randy, Farbod represents. Uh, we, not not to get too somber, but oh, uh, thoughts and prayers, uh, all all thoughts and prayers and all love to Farbod, who is he's going through some stuff. He's with from uh, Iran, yeah, and he's from Iran. his and sixty percent of his family is in Iran. So, brother, we love you. Yeah, man. And hey, don't there, listen to the tw- up, don't bro. listen to the Twitter haters. We love you, bro. Clipper, Clippers Nation. Reach out to Farbod and send him your love because he needs it now. Yeah, he needs more it than more than ever. ever. Now, you know who doesn't need love is Derek Walton Jr. because he got paid. He yeah, got paid. I like it. I like it. We're going to keep, paid. let's keep talking about Golden State. So we but came Derek into Walton this Jr. game. Derek Walton Jr. is on the show. We came into this game. On Clipscast. <laughs> He's the guest on Clippers, on Clipscast. On Clipperscast? Yes, for Clippers Nation. Uh, you want to go right to him? You want to talk a little bit more no, about the you game? Let you talk about the Warriors. Listen, we were nervous coming into this game. We who really you, who was? Where I was? I was, and here's why. Don't here's why. We. Don't say because we. we got have been handed. It's been handed to us so much by the Golden State Warriors, and we needed a blowout. We oh, wanted sure. a blowout, sure. and we did not get it. In fact. We struggled in this game. We beat them 36-17 in the fourth quarter. We were down 10 going into the fourth. I mean, that was the game changer, right? Oh, that was yeah. What turned, oh, yeah. That was what turned it around. Oh, yeah. But it was nervy, nervy going, and there's no doubt. <laughs> nervy, nervy going. It was going. nervy, nervy going, and there's no doubt that Montrez and Pat Beverly each pulling down 10 defensive rebounds is what turned the game. And we out-rebounded them, I'd say, off the top of my head, double digits or just under. Beautiful. And there's no doubt that the 10 and 10 of – P-Bev and Montrez, the Monster Herald, is Dude, what got anytime us. Anytime Pat Beverly, who is legitimately the shortest person on the Clippers team, Clippers Nation, anytime that he <laughs> leads the game in rebounding, he's probably our second best rebounder on the season. This that's amazing. Yeah. He's six foot nothing. I know. And he's I, I think he's maybe six two in the right shoes. 
in dress shoes. And literally, when he brings down the most rebounds in a game, and certainly second most on the year or whatever it is, he's certainly top three. That, my hat's off to you, Pat Beverly, the heart and soul, the Elmer's glue. He is the he is like what's the like what's the real strong glue? Elmer's isn't super strong glue. enough. He is the gorilla glue. Super Gl- gorilla glue. glue of this team. Duct tape. And to quote Doc Rivers, uh oh. He's, he's just a kid from Chicago. Stone Cold Steve Austin? Randy Macho Man Savage. What you know mean, Gene? It's me, Hulk Hogan. All right, Derek uh, Walton Jr. got paid. Uh, He's our guest on Clipscast Clippers Nation. It was Nation. great he talked to us. It's great he got paid. He played so well in the preseason. He's been ready to come off the bench. He's ready to be active. We like him. He He's is been better a than guard. Terrence Mann. He's been better than Jerome Robinson. Yeah, he's been nice. So let's take a listen right now. First of all, congratulations on maximizing on this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Playing fabulous. You are quickly becoming a Clipper fan favorite. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Do you know that? <laughs> and no, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I didn't fans know that. like legit love you. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. Congratulations. I appreciate on that. that. Uh, what'd you do on your Christmas Eve day off? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I think we flew back. I think we flew back. Oh that right, was there was that picture on the on the plane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we flew back. I think okay. that was that's pretty much all I did. Clippers do like a secret Santa or anything? Did you get you get your teammates nah. any gifts? No, nah, we didn't do secret Santa. We didn't do that. <laughs> All right, you guys have four days off right mm-hmm. now. Obviously, I imagine Doc's probably going to give you guys a day off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to hit the gym and practice for a stretch. Doc said this four-game stretch is actually longer than the All-Star break back when he was a player. So how are you guys going to capitalize on that time off to regroup, refocus? Um, just try to share some things that we think we can share up, of course. And then, of course... Um, rest for the most part, and then uh, just just be ready to go again. That's pretty much all we focus on: tuning, fine tuning stuff, and just being ready to go. You make any New Year's resolutions? I actually didn't. Nah, it's my first year. I didn't actually. Nah, I don't got no resolution this year. Now, well, I mean, if you had to lean towards something that you want to do a little different, or maybe work on in your game, in your personal life, anything. You know, I think I'm pretty straightforward. Though. I think I I'm coming in 2020 the same way I left 2019. Okay, it was a good year for you? Yeah, definitely. All right, definitely. Well, this year's going to be even better. I appreciate that. All right, man. Appreciate that. Thank Cheers. you. He's great. He's great. He wasn't much of an interview, Derek Walton Jr. Yeah, but he's new. <laughs> he's a kid. But, like, I want He'll get better. They're nervous, and I then they get guess, better, and they get loose. I guess. I, I, I interviewed... Think about Pat Patterson when we first interviewed him. He just told us lies about his shoes. He was the. He's always been the best, Pat Patterson. He's so great. And he's on the show later with a brand new Pat Flix and Chill. Oh, we get a new Pat Flix and Chill tonight. We get a new Pat Flix and Chill tonight for the new year. I love it. Pat loves it. I actually recorded the Pat Patterson interview pre Golden Globes, and I called the Golden Globe winner. No big deal. And I'm also going to call the NBA champion, the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, I call that too. But let's talk about a tale of two Pats because I hear a lot of talk about how we don't have a true point guard. Yeah. But you're looking at Pat Beverly stats. Oh my gosh, he nearly triple-doubled. How can you say he's not a true point guard when I, he gets I nine assists? I know, so in a league where it doesn't matter whether or not you have a true center, where Golden State... Which we have. Golden State, literally, their starting five was two guards and three forwards. Right. Then why do we care so much about a true point guard? I why do we care so much about it? But, but, but my argument is Pat Beverly is a true point guard. He got nine assists. And 11 rebounds. He got nine assists. And double-digit points. Double-digit points. And it wasn't some crazy high-scoring game where, like, everybody got a ton of points. I mean, can we talk, do you know Do you know the highest number of assists that any player on the Golden State Warriors got? It wasn't nine. Guess, guess. Four. 
five. Thank you. Five assists. Thank you. You think Steph Curry's going to pass the ball? Grant, By the way, you know, you know who got the second most assists in the game? Of the Clips? You won't believe it. Of the Clips? You won't believe it. Kawhi Leonard. Lou Williams. Holla! Oh, he can only make plays for himself. He can only make plays for himself. Backcourt. People need to shut up Lou and Williams, read the stat lines. Pat Beverly, Look, Montrez Harrell, Kawhi Leonard. We're not. That's the killer. We're DB not. We're not lineup. stat guys, right? We're not stat guys. We talk about this all the time. If you want stats, oh, frankly, I do, have, I do have a stat that's going to make you dizzy, though. Frankly, if you want stats, mm. listen to our sister podcast, <laughs> Locked On Clippers. They're really great with stats. They literally do what we're not great at. Hey, sister, soul, go, sister, ghost. Sister, sister clip, sister. sister. I don't like it. But, but it was really terrible. <laughs> that is the worst moment of my life, and I have kids. Uh, I, 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 oh, did I make you lose your train of thought? You really did. It was about <laughs> stats. You said, we're not stats, guys. Listen but, to our sisters. <laughs> we lost. sang, and, and you lost. lost your train of thought. You're talking about Lou Williams. You're talking about Pat Beverly, true point guard, everyone wants to talk, centers. Every, everyone wants to talk about Lou Williams Like can only create for himself. He got eight assists. That's amazing. You're telling me that Pat Bev and Lou Williams combined for 17 assists in a winning Effort. Now, here's a stat that's going to make your head explode. Thanks to Justin Russo at Fly By Night, K N I T E, at Fly By Night. You got to follow out. him, Clippers. Shout Nation. out. Listen to this Clippers really got four days off in a row because the NBA scheduled them to play a league high 38 games in the first 76 days of the season. And now, they only play 44 games in the season's final 101 days. Right. In 101 days, now, here's they play what, 44 games. Here's what I don't like about this information. What I don't like about this information is that we can come off of four days of rest and barely beat a team that has single-digit wins 40 games into the oh, season. What was the fourth quarter tally again? I know, Chris, but we were down going into the fourth quarter against a team that has won nine games but we need to be in stroke we need to be in rhythm and i'm not going to sit here oh because we didn't have paul george and by the way we don't know these, whoa, whoa, these are not excuses they're reasons sure we're, we're going to get paul george back very quickly amen okay i'm not sitting here saying we had the rust flakes but i'm gonna sit here and tell you we had the rust flakes we haven't played we didn't play sunday night we didn't play monday night we didn't play tuesday night we didn't play wednesday night we didn't play Thursday night. That's five nights. We played Friday night, and we won. And we won. And now we have a day off, and we play, and we're back in that rhythm until All-Star break. Who is the most important player on our roster? Kawhi Leonard. Who is the most important player on our roster? Kawhi Leonard. You're incorrect. <laughs> okay. It's Pat Beverly. Fair enough. I think it, listen. You can you can judge based on what jerseys are being bought, but dude, we all dude, know. Dude, got 36 the, points in 37 minutes, the, Hank. I know. I know. He's why here, we won the game, I'm here, I'm here to tell you that, to me, our best player, our most important player, the heart of the team is Pat Beverly. Mm. Uh, now, I think I want to say that games we have played with Kawhi Leonard on the court, we've won 22-7. to seven. Including tonight, 23-7, Including seven, maybe? tonight. Oh, 22-7, and seven. okay. And Fair games enough. that he has not played were 500, 5-5. Five five. Not good enough. I'd like to know Pat Beverly. Uh, I don't know that stat. Sure, well, we because can Pat is look our, that up. I don't know how to do that. 
stupid. <laughs> we just literally tweet at Justin Russo. Um, hey, jo- hey, Justin. Uh, we're um, gonna we're gonna stop down here. We're actually actually let's stay live. No, we're gonna let's stay live. Let's tweet and we'll just watch. Uh, so, uh, but I love Pat Beverly. I think he's our guy. I think he's the heart of the team. No, and I think every picture that is ever taken of him. It sucks when he's not there. We had a we had a big laugh because we were looking at a photo that a fan posted on Twitter of Pat Beverly signing a basketball, and it literally looks like he's saying. Uh, what do you need me to do? I'll do it. He's so right. eager. He's so right. excited. He's all energy. He's See, all I, you fire. You showed me that exact photo. And yeah. by the way, we should retweet that so they know what we're talking about. I literally thought he was in the huddle. You're saying he's signing a basketball? I thought he was no, in the he's signing huddle. A, no, he's signing a basketball of a fan, and that's what he looks like. This should be our cover. It should be our cover photo, and we'll credit whoever tweeted it. No, we're not. Gonna, I'm not changing my cover photo. The cover photo is Pat Beverly. I'm not changing. No, I that. mean the photo for like our episode. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yes, yes, yes. This will be. The I episode. mean, he is all heart. Everything he does is Pick. full on. I imagine he brushes his teeth until they bleed. Yeah, with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought with that a photo. Wire bristle he, brush. Was, he was in the huddle with, with holding the ball, brush. going, Doc. Who you want me to kill? No, I'll kill him. No, I'll kill him. No, I'll kill him. No, Doc. when we were looking at that. Just, that is him signing a fan's basketball. I'm just from Chicago. He's I'm so good. Chicago. And everyone loves him. And Doc knows he's got a real, like, he's the heart of our team. Oh, he's the heartbeat of the locker room. What I do love about the Clipper locker room, it is a horseshoe-shaped locker room. Horseshoe-shaped locker room. Horseshoe-shaped locker room. Horseshoe-shaped locker room. Are you In the middle vocal warm-up? You are. He thrusts his fists against the posts and still insists he sees the ghosts. It's a horseshoe-shaped locker room. In the middle is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. On the ends are Pat Beverly and Lou Williams. That's true. And it is a genius lineup because those two guys are the heart and soul of Clippers Nation. And Pat Beverly is the heart feet. And Sweet Lou is that sweet soul. And he really won it for us tonight. And it really seems like Montrez really fired up the team with his comments and everything else. Yeah, Montrez Harrell said, and I quote, we're not a great team. And I agree with him. Now, here's the good news. You don't have to be great in January to win it all. Now, that being said, Hank, and before we go to Patflix and chill, I looked this up. The NBA Finals is always won by number one or number two. Always, always, every now and again, a total of five times ever, number three wins. Guess how many times number four and number five have ever won the NBA championship? I'm going to guess here. Guess. Zero. Exactly. Somehow number six won twice. It's all chalk. Oh, six has won twice. Twice. And then number seven and, what were and teams? eight. Do you know off the top of your head? I don't. And number seven, Boston Celtics were one of them. Like, like true. Like, oh, in the East, who, true, who cares? Like, probably Bird Celtics won when they were six. No seven and no eight has ever won. I think Bird so here's Celtics what I'm telling you. Six? Yes. Probably because of an injury, but who knows? Here's what I'm telling you. Standings do matter. So Clippers Nation, I understand that you think the sky is falling because right now we are number three. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're laughing, because, but here's the thing: number three has won. What did I say? Four, four times? I don't know, five times? I, I don't know what it is. It's always number one and number About two. About to be six times. And more than often, it's number one. But I get you. Look, you we want do need to, to be, be better. Number one. We're going we to be better. We have to be better. We have to be better. Four and five has never won ever. I don't want to be number four. I don't want to be number five. Number six. I still don't want to be number six. But I really want to be number one. I really want to be number two. Now, I'm starting to get nervous because I feel like where this conversation is heading next, Mm. 
is we're almost halfway there. talking about Paul George's injury. Mm. And because I'm getting anxious, I'd like us to instead turn this clipper ship 90 degrees. Towards. Let's talk about the movies. Oh, let's go to the cinema for some Pat flicks and chill. <laughs> little cinema verite. And I do talk basketball, sadly, with Pat. But we also, we also get a box of popcorn and go to the theater. <laughs> All right, my man, you got five back-to-backs left for the season. That's right, only five left. Uh, why do the back-to-back day games, which are a uniquely Clipper experience, suck so hard? Uh, I wouldn't say they suck. You like back-to-back day games? I have no problem with back-to-back day games. I can't speak for the Clippers organization and how they perform throughout the years, but for myself, I have no problem with them. It just seems like it's, it, to me, granted I'm not a world premier athlete like mm-hmm. yourself, but it just seems like it would be hard to do back-to-back day games as opposed to play Saturday, 12.30, play Sunday night. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. But um, back-to-back day games just gives you more time after the game to do what needs to be done. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of time after the game, you have four days off. and now you're going to the movies. What are you going to see? Netflix and chill. Oh, man, that's a good question. What will I see? I still need to see... Um, Uncut Gems? Man, I saw Uncut Gems. And? Um, the ending was phenomenal. Okay. The ending was honestly the best part of the movie. Okay. Um, man, I need to see The Grudge. That's what oh, I need to check out. I, uh, they, re- they remade I The it Grudge. Was, I, heard, I heard not good things. I didn't see it. Yeah, but, but there aren't too many handful of horror movies that are actually considered good by critics and people across the world. Unless right, right, there's right. a little bit of comedy aspect in it. Like the new Halloween franchises, those are good because it's not really scary you know so right. horror movies aren't really scary anymore these days um it's all about graphics and the kill um, right 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 but there aren't too many that are actually good but the grudge is such a well-renowned movie throughout the years it started over in japan and then we recreated it over here in the states so i have to go check it out did you see parasite i saw parasite good right yeah one of my friends actually recommended that to me a few it's days crazy, ago and right? i saw that it is crazy it's good i'm not i'm not a subtitle guy but it's it's worth it yeah, like, I mean, it was the most unique movie I've seen in, I think, all year. Hands down. Hands down. All right, so I know you like Just Mercy. Yep. I know you liked uh, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim was great. I'm hearing you like in Parasite. I'm hearing you you're hearing that right. <laughs> uh, you seen the Star Wars joint yet? I've not seen the Star Wars. I have to see that. I've had family in town, and they're not into that whole Star Wars gotcha. scene. So you gotta get, get rid of them. Once, once they leave the household <laughs> right. and I'm done entertaining, then I can step away and go see it. I thought it was not a great movie, but it was a great time at the movies, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And then I took my son last night to see Spies in Disguise with Will Smith, who was that I think it was, was good, man. Was he, good? he recuperated off yeah. the Gemini, man. Off the Gemini, sense. man. All right. Yes. Yeah, that's something that's on the list, but I'll probably check it out once it's out of theaters. Yeah, it was good. Mm. All right. Uh, and Golden Globes are tonight. Does that interest you at all as a movie buff? Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Um, I would love to be there physically, but unfortunately can't make it. But something I will pay attention to and watch always. Okay. Any, uh, who do you think is going to take home the prize? Oh... <sighs> I don't know. Every single time people ask me this question and I always say my answer, it's always something else. So I feel like I'll keep it to myself and keep my list to myself. I think it's once upon a time in Hollywood. You think so? You think so? Yeah. So I don't want to say I agree or disagree because I do enjoy that. that. I did did enjoy it. That was good. I like how uh, Quentin Tarantino added his own little personal twist to it. All right, four days off basketball-wise. What are you guys going to do to refocus, regroup, get ready for that stretch before All-Star break? Uh, most important thing is work on defense. Um, obviously, the world knows we've been 
uh, piss poor on that side of the ball. Yes. Um, so throughout these next couple of days leading up into All-Star, our main focus as a team and individually is to get better on that side of the ball. So these four days I feel like would be perfect, perfect for us in order to get some more court practice session. All right, man, haven't seen you, so happy new year, bro. Happy new year to you too, man. Cheers. So we're about to enter the back <laughs> half. Yes. Here yes. we are, second half. We're about to enter the back half of the season. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We haven't had Paul George in the first half. So we're on pace for right like now. For like 13, 14 games. If we match our pace right. A quarter right... of the first half, we didn't have Paul George is what I'm saying. Right. We are going to have him for the majority, knock on wood. Well, you hope so. I mean. Of the back half, look, which is much easier. Here's what's interesting is that we're all crying for more practice. And then but, we got it. But Paul George's injury. strain became an injury at, at practice. practice. Uh, at this point, we're 27 and 12. You double that up for the season, we're 54 and 24. But keep in mind, there's there, you know, we're not quite halfway to the season. Um, it's pushing up against 56 to 57 game wins easily projected. Oh, the, the, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, once we get to that halfway point. You know all I want is a 60-win season. Well, you, you like to think that the urgency for some of these vets goes up. You like to think that Kawhi starts to push a little harder. Like, uh, the big critique of Kawhi is that he's very casual. We've always felt like Paul George plays an old man game, like very smooth, very sultry. Um, you say sensual. I think that's off-putting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that word in my life. We only have... I believe we had 13 back-to-backs total we, for the yeah, season. We fr- and we've done... We only have five left. Yeah, we front-loaded Now, I said that off-mic to Mo Harkless, and he was like, what? Damn. He was mad that we still have five left. And... He wasn't off- mad that you had we had eight I didn't mention the season's that. I didn't over. mention that. But I was like, we only have five left. He was like... He was pissed. Yeah, because, they're, a, because they B, know for a fact they're not going to have Kawhi for five more games. When Pat Patterson said he didn't mind back-to-back day games, which we haven't even really talked about, Mo Harkless minded him. Don't you get the feeling? Mo Harkless doesn't like. Those. Don't you get the feeling Nobody that nobody likes? Those. Like Pat Patterson is like Samson, and if he was like, "Hey, I know we put fifty logs in your back, we put fifty more," he'd be like, "I don't mind it." I feel like he's just a guy. He's like glass. Want you to cut his hair. He's a glass half full guy. He's a pro, dude. He's he's the best interview. He kind of danced around like I, I guess I posed a question. In, in a mild gotcha way about back-to-back day games. And he's like, I don't think it matters at all to the Clipper organization. He's a pro. He's a pro. P.S. The Clipper organization, I know this for a fact, despises back-to-back day Everyone games. Everyone does in the NBA. That's why they're trying to get less games. Guess how many teams have back-to-back day games at home? One. Us. <sighs> no. One. Clippers else fans. has them. You may not think about it this way because you come to a day game and you're like, oh, what a treat. We go to a day game. We still go home. We get to go out have a lunch or dinner or whatever. But the truth brunch. is, brunch game. being a professional athlete is all about rhythm. Yes. And so you play a 1230 game and that means you're getting up in the morning and you're barely eating your breakfast or whatever you do and you're already off to the stadium. Matty Boneyard Barnes would come on Clipcast and talk about how he naps before night games. They have, and Blake, Blake, Griffin had a, Blake Griffin had a system on game days where he would literally not do any physical activity. You have a Former rhythm. Former Clipper great. 
Your body's... His name, by the way, is Blaine Griffith. You're Wait, mispronouncing it. Can we please have a moment of silence? <laughs> For, For the Blaine late, Griffin. great Blaine Griffith. Oh, I don't want to make a joke about it. I'm sad that he's having career-ending career knee surgery. He's done. I don't want to talk about that. It makes me sad. He's done. But, like, the, these day games are no joke. DGs. They, these guys are literally in a rhythm of their bodies and used to playing at a certain time. I agree. And so then, on top of that, you do it back-to-back. I know. It's disgusting. And then you give them off Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Doc Rivers says very wonderfully that that was longer than the All-Star break when he was a player. And it's like, oh, oh, excuses, excuses. Do me a favor. Whatever it is that you four do. Four to five. Whatever it is that you we do. Four to five. Whatever it is that you do for your job Monday through Friday. Do it eight hours earlier. At nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> do it seven hours Get up earlier. at 2 a.m. and do it five days in a row. Seven hours earlier. Like, if you have a nine to five job. Get up at 2 a.m. Get up, do the job from 2 a.m. Except until noon, and except, tell me how well you do. Except whatever, Shack-ass. whatever your job is. Well, that's hard. Shack-ass. Whatever your job is, yeah. do it while 200 to 300 pound guys just bang their bodies against you all the time. Now I'm gonna so say unless this. you're a stripper, that probably doesn't happen. And no disrespect to our exotic dancer friends, we don't have any anymore. <laughs> so you're implying that we had them in the past. <laughs> We did not have them in the past. To be fair, were they friends? <laughs> they were girlfriends. Let's move on to the next <laughs> subject. All right, so I'm just going to say this again, and I've said this many, many times, and I'll say this until my dying day. The reason why we load manage Kawhi Leonard mm. is because last season, Toronto Raptors load managed Kawhi Leonard. And he won it all and was the reigning NBA Finals oh. MVP. Now, let me ask you this, Hank. He was also trained by the San Antonio Spurs that low managed Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Now, I know and this won is championships. not L-word cast. It started way but before that. did Anthony Davis and LeBron James load manage last season? No. How did they do in the playoffs? Well, they didn't play together. In the they playoffs. didn't get to the playoffs. Oh, Chris. They should have load managed those well, dumb idiots. They didn't get to the playoffs. There's a, now look, they're together now and they're going to get to the playoffs. But how healthy are they going to be? Well, let's just get serious. If you want players to stop load managing, stop this back-to-back game Day garbage. Yeah. Like stop Don't the give back-to-backs. Them five nights off. Stop the back-to-backs. Stop the back-to-backs. Stop the back-to-backs. It's just it's really like I'm very in a, curious. In a world, in a world where where owners want to have all these games for in their a world revenue, where owners want to have all these games for but, revenue. But every season, we have at least three teams off the top of my head that are not playing to their full potential because of injuries. Sure. Oh my like, God, more than that. Couldn't Kevin Durant? A third of the league. Couldn't Kevin Durant had made it through the fi- through the finals of last year, through the playoffs of last year, if he had not played? Uh, if, take ten games off the schedule. Sure. Take the back-to-backs off the schedule. Sure. And I, and I'm I'm sorry because I know that how you feel about the L word. I hate him. But to me, that Anthony Davis is traveling with the team when he has the Her injury butt. that he he's had. Butt. He should be he should be at home rehabbing. Absolutely. Take ten games off the schedule. Like no. so. So I understand. Do you think I understand Howard, the TV deal. I, wait, 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 wait. No, no, wait. Broke his butt. I understand the TV deal. I understand the ticket sales, all of that. Uh-huh. But wouldn't it be better for the product to play 10 less games and have everybody healthy in the playoffs? You know how much more what money? What if everybody was healthy? You know how much more money they make in the postseason? Like, wouldn't With you, a deep run? People are every not, team? People are not watching as much in the postseason because not every team is healthy. But also, people don't watch television the way they used to. No, they And the don't. interest in the NBA keeps growing and growing and growing and growing globally. Let me back up. What do you think Dwight Howard said to Anthony Davis when he hurt his beautiful butt? 
I'm not going to go down this road with you. It's homophobic. No! How dare you! How dare you! How dare, How dare you! you? <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. All right, so we're about to get to the halfway point. I believe... Of the season, not the show. We're in the third quarter of the show. Oh, my God. We're, 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 please, we should sound the horn at any point, for God's sake. No, we're in the third quarter, aren't we? Sure. So, look. We're about to hit the halfway point. Oh, it's so exciting. Let us now make our final season win-loss predictions. We have said on this show, we have a lot less games in the final half than we did in the first half. We actually, according to the stat heads have the easiest schedule in the NBA when it comes to the back half of the schedule. So, we are now 27 and 12. We basically have won two out of every three games, I believe, off the top of my head. Me no good math. (laughs) So, you tell me, Hank, and then I'll tell you what I think our final win-loss ratio will be. 58 and 24. Oh, come on. Yep, that's what I think. So we're just going to keep at this pace? Yeah, I do think that. I think that. Well, I think you're a shaved dog's butt. <laughs> and I am... well, Let me guess what I think you're going to say. <laughs> yes, please 82 do. and 0. Exactly. <laughs> we'll make it work. <laughs> we'll you, figure you gonna it say, out. You're going to say 64 and 18? No, I'm going to say 60. 62 and 20. I'm going to say 60. Give me that sweet, sweet oh, 60 and 20. What did I say, 56? No, 58. 58. So we're close. We're close, but 60's bold. I'm I'm bold things. Bold Buffalo Braves things. You know, P- Paul George's injury has some things to do with it, but truthfully, this used to make me nuts in the Lakers era. You know, I, was a, I, I rooted for the Lakers to the three-peat. The original three-peat was Shaq and Kobe. I don't like to talk about it. Uh, but after that, people would love to say, oh, the Lakers, they just don't care. And you know I hate that. You hate that. I hate the idea that an NBA player on any team is not putting their full effort out there. They are. Uh-huh. They're not just and, – and, but you could argue that there's times when teams that are really great turn it on, I guess. Uh, Detroit Pistons, Boston Celtics. But as much as Paul George needs to get healthy, you, you could think that Kawhi Leonard knows that this is not the most important part of the season and that he will turn it on as we come into the final – the back half and of the also, season. And also, as I'm, I'm very glad. So you I can just see mentioned, 60 wins. I I'm could. A, Kawhi we're Leonard, not in trouble. Kawhi Leonard will miss only now five games if we're lucky, because he's going to miss five and of the second he, of back-to-backs. But he might not. No, no, he's always going to miss the second half of a back-to-back. Always, always. Wouldn't it be great if all the superstars of the NBA started splitting the back-to-backs until the NBA got their scheduling right? That'd be amazing. How could it be that That'd we be have, amazing. Like, just all go in on it. They should talk about it at Ulster break. That's amazing. I'll bring it up in the locker room next time I'm there. So, we've got... I'm going to do my math. We've got 43 games left. And knock on wood, with the load management, we're only going to miss Kawhi for five of them. We have to see so what happens with Paul George. 38 games with Kawhi Leonard. Right. So, 38... And say they we went win, 22 and 7... In 29 so games. So we're 27 games basic, with 38. Dude, they basic, we're getting 60. They basically went 60. I'm going to have to evolve to 62. They batted 600 <laughs> sure. in 28 games, right. 29 games with Paul. I mean, with a Kawhi. Now, here's the thing. I was about to say we have to see what happens with Paul George. Mm. But I actually think 
after after me saying that about players and their effort, I actually think after the All-Star break, we are going to see the effort increase in our team and the urgency. Sure, sure. The urgency. So the question is going to be... With our, the question is going to be our shooting. I think. Oh, I by think the way, that, I think that our shooting can be a real I'm issue. I'm sitting here telling you we are third place. We're actually four and a half out of first, as is Denver, who we play on Sunday. So actually, we're tied. Big game. For, we're tied for second. Big game, Clippers. We're fans. tied for second, and if Clippers Nation, if we beat Nuggets Nation or Nugget Nation, ew. See, that's why. Nug Nation. You'd never say Nugget Nation. Da, Nug Nation, bro. Kush. Nugget Nation. Mile high. Weren't they when the first we're sober? Weren't they the first legal weed in America? It's got it. Yeah. Colorado. Oregon. Colorado. Oregon. Colorado. Oregon. So anyway, Paul Shear knows the answer. Stoner. Uh, oh, what up, Paul Shear? I don't know that that's true, but we're in the car, but we're not driving. Probably. He loved it when we did the clipcast driving in the, the car. Driving clipcast. Oh, it was so hot that game. We're very close to playing 700 ball. We're 692. We're four and a half out. We beat Nug Nation on Sunday, and all of a sudden we're alone in second. And I don't want to talk any more about the L word, but they have such a difficult march. To the playoffs, but they're in the momentum. They will they? stumble, and they have been perfect versus. Losing oh my God, teams. LeBron has been bananas too. They've been perfect versus losing teams, which we have not, and I'm gonna give them that. But they haven't been that great versus great teams. L word. I'm just gonna say that. And when you go to the playoffs, it's all winning basketball teams, and they lost four in a row. Which, by the way, if you do that in April and May, bye bye, bye bye forever, bye bye, bye bye forever. If you lose four in a row, which we've never done, we've never lost three. I'll never in a row. do that. Dallas, by the way. Has not lost three in a row, but they lost two in a row three times, and they are currently losers of three out of their last four. And they've done that a couple times. Who saw that coming? I thought they'd really give the Lakers a game today, and they did not. Or, sorry, last night, if you're listening to this on Saturday. What is time? (laughs) Look. We will come at you back to being weekly Clipcast, and then, of course... Yes, Clippers Nation, thank you so much for being patient while we took our holiday breaks and we're with our families. We're back. I went to Florida, which is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Texas was horribler. Anyway. Like, imagine if Texas, which is horrible... Stop it. ...was horribler. I was raised in Florida, and my family founded Houston. You know I'm a Texas-Florida guy. And you were horrible until and I, I moved, changed you. And I moved you. to California, and I'm never going back. <laughs> exactly, because you I, know... But you know I got kin in, I got kin in San Antonio. She's some kin, And the panhandle too. of Florida. I got, a love, I got a lot of love for Florida and Texas. The first thing I'm we did... I'm a Cowboys did, fan. The first thing we did, like, we literally landed in Los Angeles, got home threw the suitcases into the house, and went and got proper Mexican food. Because in Florida, even in the Gulf uh, of Mexico. yeah, not great. That's Gulf of Mexico. Now, let me tell you food. something, though. Yeah. Let me tell you something, though. East Texas Tex-Mex food is good, but it's very heavy beans, rice, sure. it's lard, beans. But I was stuff. in Florida. But, like, we're used to Mexican food here that is Baja Mexican food, basically. California with was Mexico. And all that stuff. California was Mexico right, not Mexico, that long ago. So was me- Texas. Exactly. Texaco, the gas station, Hank. <laughs> Gulf, a gas station of Mexico. And also, I'd like to thank tonight's sponsor, oil. Arco, and the little Hannah the Hawaiian hula girl. My daughter's name is Hannah. Yeah, I know, that's why I brought it up. And the Clippers gal, the blonde Clippers gal whom we love. Her name is Hannah, who calls the in-game. Oh, yeah, the in-game hostess. She's the best. She's great. Way. She's the best we've ever had. Ever. Yeah, and, and uh, no disrespect to Tracy, but I Hannah's better. I love to disrespect Tracy. As a matter of fact... Oh, Tracy B was great. She was the worst. No, she, she wasn't. She was absolutely the worst. No. She was the 
worst. No. She wouldn't rile up the crowd. She couldn't. She literally, we'd be in a frenzy, then she'd come up, hey, Clipper Nation, we're going to play. I'm a giraffe. Musical chairs, bingo. <laughs> she was great. Okay, here we go. Oh, uh, you lost. And like literally all she'd have to do is say, like, okay, let's hear you go, Clippers, and we'd all cheer. She literally would just like end every moment on screen with a wet fart and just walk off. Come on. She did the best she could. And By she the was, way. She's a nice girl. I'll tell you honestly, and this is weird. I came on Clipcast, and I just unleashed on how bad she was. She's great. She never returned. Now, I know it's a cosmic coincidence, but I'm oh, telling you. Oh, the last you, time when you did that, she was done? Literally, dude. I went on Clipcast years ago, and I was like, Tracy B is the worst. And Jag was like, ah, ah, like, like Jag Just pulled, like I just did. Jag pulled a Big John stud, Burbank Hank Dittman, <laughs> and tried to go to bat for Tracy, who was garbage. Was absolute garbage at Endgame. So you think at that point she started living under the overpass at Topanga State Beach, grew out her fingernails and toenails, <laughs> well, started she, living on crawfish and crawdad and all she stuff. Does she does sand. She did the Endgame forever for UCLA, and she was a Clipper Spirit girl, and they gave her the gig, much like Hannah. But Hannah's a thousand times better. But Hannah's great. I, Tracy, this whole team is great. Tracy Dance, B, Vince, all of them. Tracy, the best. DJ Dance, love. Shout out. Hannah, love. Shout out. Other guy, love. Shout out. Vince. That's his name? I think so. You know who I don't like is that stupid Chuck Condor. Oh, stop it. He doesn't tweet anymore. He got a nose like a boner. <laughs> it looks like Steve Palmer. <laughs> it really looks like he Steve looks like Palmer, Steve Palmer with, with a penis nose. Anyway, I'm not cutting it. You have to tweet it. that stuff? I'm you have to bleep it. it? Nah, I won't do You can say dick nose. The boner was a... Uh, Boner, Boner's not dirty. Pains. Boner's not dirty. No. Boner, it's a funny word. But Chuck, <laughs> which I didn't realize, stopped tweeting. He went dark. He went dark. Chuck like, the Condor had a Chuck Twitter Chuck the Condor account? tweeted constantly. And then he stopped? Yeah, dude, he stopped. How did stopped. he tweet in those big feather fingers? I don't know. And and you know, and I, I think I've told you this, but I've certainly told Clippers Nation on Clipscast. You know, my wife calls me feather fingers in the sexy times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now I can't unlearn that. Old feather fingers, Burbank cake, she calls me. <laughs> the original Chuck the Condor who used to do like tricks and stuff is no longer. Well, but he was doing the slam dunks at the last game, last home game he was doing with the, the slam dunk patrol, who is awesome. He was? Yeah. Really? He was doing flips and dunks. Chuck the Condor was doing flips and dunks on the trampoline. That's like the first time the in years he squad. must be back. He must be back. Who, Old Chuck must who, be back. I tweeted out and said, I tweeted out and said, Clipper Nation. This was cheered, at the Memphis loss? Cheered more for the, the dunk squad. This was at the Memphis loss. And the dunk squad guys tweeted me and were like, thanks for the shout-out. And I was like, it is a shout-out. You guys were awesome. They were great. You love a great shout-out to talk about our sister podcast. Oh, I love the Locked On Clippers, and I love the shout-outs. And again... I've ripped off their shout-out that they do. You are a Will guy, right? Aren't you a Will guy? I like I'm them a, both, but you know I'm what? A I'm a Mockler guy. guy. I'm Wait. a Mockler oh, guy. Oh, you're a Charles guy. I'm a Will guy. Yeah, but I am but I love them both. See, I'm always... But Mockler's gone, flown solo more than once. Oh, when he was sick. I actually liked Recent, him solo. Recently, yeah. he did it when he was sick, and you could hear that he could barely breathe through his nose, and he still flew solo. Where the heck has Will been? He was at Disneyland for 13 hours, according to their podcast. Well, I'm a Will. I'm Team Will. Oh, Lord, you would be, because you love Disneyland. But why are they sitting? And you're irresponsible. Why are they sitting apart in the press conference? I don't know. They sat, I came into the press room today at the round table. And they were sitting apart at the table. You and I sit on each other's laps and face yes, each other. We do. We rub each other's shoulders. <laughs> we put vapor we rub just, on each just, other's chests. Isn't that weird? Just like yes, regular guys. It's weird. And we look right at each other and go, you're doing it. You're doing it. And a lot of times, Clipper Brass has said, please stop. Yes. Please stop. And by the Clipper's Brass, we mean everyone around us. <laughs> All right, well, Clipper By the way, Nation. I think we sat behind Terrence Mann's family today. Yes, and I'm so excited they got to see Man. 
Terrence play tonight. Yep. We I love his future as a Clipper. Absolutely. It's exciting to see him get some minutes. It's going to be nice. Yeah, and honestly, Clippers Nation, once again, the sky is not falling. We've won four out of five. Come on. We got a tough one on Sunday, but then we play literally a ton of bums. A ton. I mean, can we talk just bums. just very quickly? Please do. Clipper Nation. Mm-hmm. Clippers Nation. Mm. Like, manage your expectations in that please realize we are on pace. We are on pace for a 60-win season. We have won four out of no, five games. you just games. went on the show and said we're going to win 58. Take, I know. Take one second. Look at, the st- look at our record. Sure. Look at the win-loss. Go to ESPN or any other website and go scroll down win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Right. And see how many times we have strung together three losses. We haven't. See how many times we have strung together two losses. Very rarely. See how many times we've strung together multiple Wins. So listen. And that has very rarely been with both of our stars. Just like take a breath are, and stop saying we need more, we need more, we need we more. We're winning. To, are we going to be able to clipcast Tuesday night after we destroy Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, I Tuesday don't know. the 14th? I don't know because I'm, cause I'm working on uh, I got a TV show and then a writing gig that day. We'll try. We'll try. Okay. We'll try. Because you know I got my double date Thursday night at yeah, we can't do the that. Clipper game. We can't do that. So we can't do Thursday night. I, I could maybe meet you out late and do the cast. We should. On Tuesday the 14th? Or, or you couldn't come up to Burbank, could you, after the game, if I can't make the game? Yeah, I could do that. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right, so that means we've only got two more games at Denver Sunday and then a little mini homestand, home Tuesday versus Cleveland, then hopefully we'll be clip casting. Oh, we might that. have to ramp it up because you might be shooting a movie up in Portland. Thursday, Clipper home game versus Orlando. And then let's just real quick before I let you go, Hank. Yes. Talk about this road trip. At New Orleans, at Dallas, at Atlanta, at Miami, at Orlando, and then back home at Elworth. Am I doing the math right that we play seven out of nine games on the road? Is that right off the top of my head? Well, yes. Not counting Lakers? Including the Lakers. One, two, three, four, five, six. Including the Lakers, seven out of nine. So one of those is a home game away game. Right. Now. Where we are outnumbered by Lakers fans, but we are at Clippers home games versus the Lakers. And by also. the way, we are also much better at Staples Center than the L Word, and we're two and zero versus. So we're gonna look for you're looking for a call there right is now. One how many back to back? Okay. Ugh. At Dallas is night one, so Kawhi will play for that, and Paul George will be back. And then what's the follow up? And then the follow up is at Atlanta. Bunch of bugs. But Trey Young's playing great. You are. So thank you. At Denver Sunday, Tuesday versus Cleveland. Thursday versus Orlando. Saturday at New Orleans. Bums. Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back at Dallas. We're going to have Kawhi and Paul George. Then back-to-back Wednesday at Atlanta. Friday at Miami. Sunday at Orlando. Back home at Elward. That's nine games. Right. You're looking for a call? I'm looking for a call. Well, we're going to talk about it. We're going to be able to check in on this one halfway through it. We sure will. I wish that I could tell you six and three. Come on. Of course we're going to go 6 and 3 at the very least. I think we're going to go 5 and 4. Oh, shut up. I know. Shut your we filthy well, dude, mouth. look at the look at the numbers. Shut your Look filthy at your numbers. Who the hell? Whoa, whoa. Who the hell? Sir? Don't, don't you scream. Who the hell? Not in the vivid Who seats. The hell? Not in the vivid seat studios. Don't yell at me. We are, we Name are, the four teams that beat us. We're going 50-50 game after game after game. We can't seem to beat the bad we teams. Just one four out of five. I'm being a realist. Are you? Yeah. We just won. Who the four, name the four teams that beat us? Let me see the rec- Let me see the shed. Liar. Let me see the schedule. I was gonna say seven and two. Uh, I think we lose to Denver. 
Oh, you're such a jerk. I think we lose to Dallas. Oh, you're such a jerk. Oh, I okay. I'm going back to six and three now that I look. We're gonna go six and three. We yeah. can't. There's two, there's no losses. And you won't there. say the third team that beats us because you know we're going seven. I know because I think we're gonna beat the Lakers. I know we will because we're two and zero oh versus them. We need to beat them. We need to. We we need to sweep to, them. Sweep we them. We need to sweep them, and then it needs to matter that we sweep we re- them. Here's the thing: it's not about the home court advantage. Mm-mm. It's about getting in their heads. Mm-hmm. It truly is that we are a better team. We're the best team in Los Angeles. Although I would argue they are 15 and listen, five. I, we are 18 and four. I would also argue that if the that if we lost and split the series to them. I would not mind going into the playoffs with them feeling confident and us pulling the rug out from underneath them. I, I definitely want. I definitely want to sweep. The, obviously, I want to sweep. Sure. I'll take three and one. I'd like. I prefer to sweep them in the playoffs. Oh my god! I prefer not to play them. To be quite honest. Uh, I don't want to play them. All right. So I'm saying seven and two. You're saying six and three. We'll talk oh, yes. to you. You think seven and two? Mi- I do. That's your call, dude. We just won four out of five. Sweet hachi. We've got. Hachi. We've got much Even more. Even with Kawhi sitting we're, in a back to back. We're ba- just one. Just one. Just one. Oof. So we're back in a rhythm. Oh, we don't have right. five random nights off. Oh. We've got three of those games at home, Meow. four on the road. Toot, toot. Kawhi Leonard loves to win in Florida, I'm going to make up. Roof, so roof. here we go, Clipsers Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds the horns. Toot, toot. Oh, damn you. Is it? I don't know. I, like I said, I, I kind of judge my, my career in hindsight, you know, and so once. You win three, six men, you can look back and say, I'm the underground golden, you know, having all of those different things and having so many different records and all of that, you can look back and be proud of it. But I'm in the moment now, so I just want to keep building on everything I'm doing. You know, we're a good defensive team, and we just haven't been lately, so uh, it's, it's fixable. Oh, no, I'm okay with wins. You know, I've never never complained about a win. Um, but you also look at the long picture instead of just the, the now, and you know you can't win that way a lot. You know, uh, you can win a game with bad offense and great defense. You're not, you're not going to win a lot of games with bad defense. You know, because the other team usually guards you back. Uh, tonight, uh, we caught fire as well. You know, uh, two teams, 57%, 54%. You know, either the offense was phenomenal tonight or both teams struggled defensively. The players will tell you the first. The coaches will tell you the second. I think a lot of people think Trez only scores through pick and rolls with Lou. And tonight, we're just calling C5 and going right to him. And, you know, it just tells you how much work he's put into the game. Uh, he's been absolutely wonderful in that department. Um, I thought down the stretch he made three or four great passes uh, that led to threes, you know. Uh, and that's, that's the evolution of, of Trez, and it's been great. Pat's the one guy. You know, he's not a pure point guard, but he's doing his best. And overall, he's been very good for us. And he's the one guy that knows what we want to run the most. Um, and I told him after the game, I thought he called a great game. Like, you know, it's, it's, he was like a catcher tonight. Like, I thought every play that he called was the right play. Uh, and so I was very, I was like proud of him tonight because that's a, that's a big step for him where he came down and he was making calls tonight. That's the, that hasn't happened. That's something we need. Uh, and um, that was that was very nice to see. We're giving him a, a play sheet, you know, um, before, and we leave it out so he can stare at him, you know, doing every timeout. You can see him grabbing it, and and he's just he's really trying to do this and, and be good at it. You know, the I've done it to two guards where I've actually given them my play sheet, and um, you know, it's Chris and, and Rondo. Other than that, I've, I don't give anybody else that sheet because they can't handle it. 
<laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, we're starting to slowly add things to that sheet for Pat, and he's getting better and better at it. It's been very good for him. Uh, we we bought, we told him we wanted to do it, and he loved it. So you know it's tough when you're taking the ball out, pushing up the floor, and, and you have to look all the way over to me. You know that that kills your pace. And so when your your team can just run it and get it down and start get into a set at 18, it makes a big difference. And that's what we're starting to do. You know, uh, and it's been good. You know, we have four days off. You know, that's longer than the All Star breaks that I used to have as a player. You know. Um, so we're going to take advantage of a couple of those days.